Hello, Tara. How are you doing? Hi, Casey. I am well today. How are you? Good. I just have to say, I think it's so funny because when we get on these podcast episodes, it's like, this is the first moment we've been talking, even though we've been on the phone with each other for 45 minutes before. <laughs> right? Like, oh, hello. Oh, how are you doing today? Because I have no clue. Well, I'm... Ah. Right. Well, I am definitely better uh, now after our previous conversation. So, yeah, excited to get into what you have in store for us today. Awesome. This episode is called Three Tips to Uplevel Your Life. So, I feel like we always talk about ways to uplevel our lives, and it's nice to focus in on certain things because at different times we need different tools. Right. This podcast episode came to me from the thought of just getting out of our comfort zones. The fact that we really need to jump into something new, put ourselves into the unknown in order to have actual meaningful growth and change in our lives. And so often we are terrified of going out of our little cave, having to be in front of new people, doing something we might not be good at, you know, it's the fear of loss of control, of uncertainty, of having to make new decisions in places that we might not be comfortable, potentially falling flat on your face. And all of these fears just keep us right where we are, which is in this place of overthinking, overanalyzing, and really not making any true progress, even if that's what our goal is. So I guess what I'm saying is that I feel like you have to step out there into the unknown if you want to make actual change in your life just thinking about it journaling about it talking about it like none of these things actually do anything unless you're changing what you're doing and putting yourself into the unknown on purpose all of that stuff is nice and it's not to say that it doesn't have a part or a place in personal change or personal development but i truly believe that if you're not changing what you're doing and you're not forcing yourself to be on the side of this ledge of the unknown, it's just infinitely harder to change. What are your thoughts about that, Tara? I have so many, but <laughs> you're exactly right. It, it, you're, you know, our bodies want to keep us safe and it's so easy to be, um, get inflexible as we're older, not only physically, but like mentally, because we don't want to change and we want to stay in our warm, cozy box. And um, something that you just mentioned really resonated with me because if there's something new that I want to do that I'm really scared of or fearful of, I will unconsciously sabotage myself by wanting to do all the trainings or read all the motivational books and journal. And I'm doing all the other things that I think are really empowering and motivating. And I love, I get a lot out of those, but those are time sucks away from me actually doing the thing I should be doing. Right. Yes. It's like the safety zone. It's like, oh, I just need one more minute. You know, it's it's like right before you jump out of the airplane to do your first skydive, which by the way, I've never done this. I would maybe like to someday. Like you get the guts. But it's like you're standing on the precipice. You're standing right about to jump out of the airplane and you just keep reading the guidebook and you're not going to get past that fear. It just isn't possible until you actually do the jump. You have to take the jump. Otherwise, you never get past the how do I get over this fear or how do I do this thing? 
no, you can spinning and spinning. And it reminds me of our kids. Like if we have a play date or, or we have an adult, let's say, you know, I meet up another with another friend for coffee and she brings her kids and my kids don't know them. Well, I expect on some level, my kids to just play with them. And my kids don't think about, oh, they're new. Am I going to like them? Are, they, are we going to want to play with the same thing? My kids don't go into it with all the, this anxiety. They usually just jump off the cliff, play with them, either get along or not, and it's fine. It's almost like I expect my kids to do things that are fearful, that could be fearful for them every day, but they don't think about it that way. And I have resistance to doing it myself. You know what I think it is? I think it's momentum. So you have this momentum to adapt to change or not. And as a child, you have a lot of momentum to adapt to change because everything is changing all the time. So, you know, you're going to school, you're going to daycare, you might be dropped off at some grandparents place for childcare for a little while, then you're going to a play date, then you're doing this and that and whatever it is, sports constantly as the seasons are changing, we're sending our kids up for sports. And so they're already in this momentum of adaptation to change. And then when you're an adult, unless you're going out of your way to make that happen, it's too easy to slip back into that feeling of I'm not leaving the cave because this is where it's comfortable. Um, that's kind of what I think. hundred percent. A hundred percent. And as a kid, you're not in full control. So you have to be adaptable. The parents are in control. So when you finally get to be an adult and you do get the control, sometimes it's easier to just stay as is. I'm going to get into my tips. Recently, I started something new, and this is what got my thought process going. I was talking to my friend about the movie Yes Man. And for all of you you haven't seen it, it's about Jim Carrey's the actor in the movie. He essentially thinks he can't say no, so he says yes to literally everything, and it just completely blows his mind, and his life is changed for so many more interesting and wonderful ways. So I was talking to my friend about that. And then I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this thing that was for this gym in town. One of my friends had already mentioned some information about this gym. And so it was something that I had heard of before, which I think helped. But they had this six-week challenge. And I was like, you know what? Why not? And so I just decided to do it, even though I'm not typically a group exerciser. You know, it's just not typically my style. But I thought, you know what, this is really good for me because first of all, I need to increase my upper body strength and my core strength and all these things, but also just putting myself into a position where I'm meeting new people and I'm being social. It's outside of my normal everyday kind of experience. And so then once I started going, I mean, I don't know, it's just, it's mind blowing how much you can get out of something like this. So my first thing was just join a group exercise class, even if it's a once a week thing, because not only are you going to develop a new skill and potentially get more in shape, but you're also going to expose yourself to something new, new people, new ideas. I think it's really, really helpful to put yourself into position. All you have to do is sign up. It's easy, right? Just find something that interests you and sign up for it, whatever it is. It might not necessarily be exercise, but it might be like a weekly art class or something like that, where you're putting yourself in a position next to new people that you're going to meet. Also, I think it helps build community, that sense of community. 100%. Oh, yeah. Sign up and then show up. <laughs> Sign up. Right? Yeah. And in a way, just signing up puts some accountability on you, especially if you're paying for something ahead of time. That's a good way to just experience some new things without really threatening too many 
you know, things in your life. So then the second follow-up question, how is it going and how many classes have you taken? Okay, so I've been to five classes so far. Yeah, I have to go four to five times a week. And then there's the nutritional component of it as well. But we have to meet with the coach every week. And so that keeps you accountable, which is, I could have just gone to the class and not signed up for a challenge. But for me, in some ways, I just wanted that accountability. Um, and that kind of segues nicely into my next point, which is make a new friend. Because as adults, we don't really do this very often. And it's going out of your comfort zone. I've made a few new friends in the past couple of years, and it's sort of like dating someone in the beginning. Because you wonder to yourself, like, when should I text them? Should I ask them over? What should we do? What kind of plans are we going to make? It does put you into this a little bit of discomfort, but it's definitely worth the risk. I think the reward is definitely worth the risk. Have you made any new friends within the past couple of years where you felt that way? Where you're like, huh, did I, have I texted too much? <laughs> should I now send to hang out with me? <laughs> I have, yes. When I moved to Ohio, I joined this running group that I had, someone had mentioned to me. And I literally just committed and showed up one day. Like you said, you know, there's all these women running. Hi, I'm Tara. <laughs> and I'd like to join a group. And I've made a lot of great friends from that group so far. It's going on almost two years. Some are closer than others, but. I had the chance to have a, a pool of women with, of which to get to know. And so that's been really helpful. So yeah, I have made a few friends and it's been fun. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, you get that camaraderie with people through the group exercise, but, but in terms of one-on-one -on -one friendships where you get a, someone new's phone number, right? That sounded weird, but when you get a new phone number from someone and you reach out to them and you say, will you be my friend? <laughs> um, and you just, you don't know how they're going to respond. Maybe they don't like you, maybe whatever it is, but you have to just take that chance of putting yourself out a little bit on a limb and not knowing whether or not you're going to be rejected or if this person will actually be your friend. And it's just interesting because back to children, they're not overanalyzing these things. They're just going out on the playground from like, hey, do you want to play in the suite with me? You know? Um, but anyway, my new friend, I asked her to join my fitness challenge with me and she said yes. So now I'm taking my new friend to my group exercise challenge. So it's turning out to be really fun. That's awesome. That is so fun. And where did you meet this new friend? I actually met her through my job. So you can spare details. But in any case, she was the first one to put herself out there. And then I just kind of, you know, it's like, well, there's nothing to lose. You meet people for a reason, I suppose, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so you guys, you are... You completed five classes of this fitness challenge, and how many how many weeks do you have left of the six weeks? Well, this is week number one, and yesterday was technically day one. I just started a week early and did um, three classes last week, and then I went on Monday and Tuesday. So I'm going to be going four times a week. So we're just we're barely getting into it right now. Well, you're going to have to keep us posted future future episodes of how it's going. I'm so excited for you. The core work is. So hard. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I don't know that I have any abdominal muscles after after having babies. I mean, I have abdominal muscles, but I just can't hold my legs out at a, you know, angle for two minutes like I'm supposed to be able to do. <laughs> How long 
So, and then my third tip kind of goes along with the first one, which is learn something new. And whether that is in a course or if that's on in an online course or if that's watching YouTube videos, I just think that that is a really good way of changing the way that you think about your own capabilities in a way that's probably more helpful than reading a self-help book. You know, when you actually learn something new, develop some new skills, it's just confidence building. That's what I would say. And also you can do something that you enjoy and learn a little bit more about it. Yeah, it could be on something that you do love or a hobby or something you're just a topic you're interested in. Or maybe it's something that you don't know, a topic that you don't know a lot about that you want to learn more about and have the potential to change your perspective on something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think even that's more powerful, honestly, than doing something you already know a little bit about is to do something you don't know anything about. Learn something completely new and different, a different skill. The other thing too, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot, is going to Home Depot or something and doing one of their building classes or something like that. They're, those are other opportunities to learn new skills, in-person training type deals. Also, the community college here does summer courses for adults and children. So you can learn all sorts of different skills, like how to create a website or pottery or all sorts of other strange things that I laughed about with my mom when I read the course catalog. <laughs> I love that. I had a client uh, a couple weeks ago that she was probably in her 60s and she, her health, she could improve her health, but she had started to take ballroom dancing. Her husband wasn't up for it. So she decided to go herself. And she said she started it because she's always wanted to do it. It was gonna, going to help her with exercise because she really only liked to walk. She didn't run anymore, but she said the mental fitness it takes to learn the steps and then do them backwards and just the whole entirety of finishing a class with a partner was so much more than she bargained for that she just loved it. She says she thinks it just really is keeping her sharp um, physically and mentally. I thought that was really cool takeaway. I can see that for sure too. I On Sunday, I did a boxing class and that's that was my experience with the boxing class. And it was way more simple than ballroom dancing, but there's a certain type of punch and then they count out the number like one, two, three, one, two, one, two, two, one, two, one, three. And so you have to keep your mind going and thinking about like, am I swinging with my left arm or my right? Um, and so that's really similar. It's really mentally engaging in a way that makes it fun, almost like a game. Oh, I'm missing out because I love to just run. <laughs> that's I need something more engaging. Right. And running is great because you can just grab your shoes and go. But I think there's something about, there's just something about challenging your brain in a different way that's really fun. It's a good time. That's great. Maybe I'll take a kickboxing class. I've done that before. And that definitely challenged my brain because I'm not super coordinated. Uh, it took me a long time to learn how to ride a bike and I still get really nervous doing that. I'm just not the most aerobics classes. Forget it. I cannot do those. Those classes are just, they really challenge my mental capacity to be in depth with everything. And so that would be a good challenge for me right. is to do some sort of boxing or kickboxing class. The aerobics just challenges my ADD because I can't think about what's coming next and I just get overwhelmed. <laughs> They're like, too much information. 
<laughs> I went to a Zumba class one time and I was like, forget it. I There was no like, hey, do these moves. It was just all choreography. You know, like I couldn't, I was 12 steps behind the whole time. It was so fun, but more fun if you know the moves in those kind of courses, you know? Yeah, for sure. So takeaway is pick an activity that you're willing to learn and go outside your comfort zone in, but uh, something that you also feel like is achievable. Aerobics is not going to be achievable for me. I'm going to have to choose something. Here's another thought that I have. I think that sometimes when we take a small step into the unknown and into an area where we don't have comfort, and then we work off of that, that can be really, really powerful. And it might be something that doesn't necessarily create feelings of anxiety, but an idea for that would be like, just drive a different way to work or use a different grocery store or just show up somewhere you don't normally go and just get those juices flowing a little bit in terms of stepping out there a little bit and then a little bit more, a little bit more, because I really truly think it's about momentum. And the more you do it, the more you step out of your comfort zone, the easier it's going to get. And, you know, the worst case scenario is that I don't even know what the worst case scenario is. You're uncomfortable. Great. So many great things come out of it. And it just is so impactful in changing your life and your perspectives and actually enriching your life and giving you so much experiences where you can feel joy that you're not doing now. So that's why I would, I would encourage you all to just try something new. Another thing is cook a different recipe, the, you know, once a week, something like that. Just change things up, go out of your way to do something new. Exactly. Use a different spice or park in a different row at the grocery store. I park in the same row every time. Walk around the grocery store counterclockwise. Oh, that would crush me. I love that. I love that. But that you're right. And that creates some momentum and also some self-efficacy so that when you have more agency over your choices and you're able to put yourself in a situation that feels uncomfortable and then survive it and thrive through it, you're willing, you're more willing to do it again and again. Right. And maybe take some bigger risks. Ultimately, start out with something that's nominal and then work up to something harder. Yeah, really, you're just practicing flexing your confidence muscle, you know, and if I can do this, then I can do that. And just that way you can up level, up level, up level until you learn to trust yourself more in situations that are unknown. Because here's the thing. We all think that we have these reliable circumstances that keep repeating themselves when reality is that that's not the case. You know, things are less in our control than we imagine. Amen. Every time I think I know my kids and their personalities, they completely change. All of that to say, go out there, take small risks, learn some new things. doesn't have to be terrifying like jumping out of an airplane, but just put yourself out there a little bit and you will definitely get some serious rewards from just changing the way you do things slightly. And then a little bit more and a little bit more. So go out there and squeeze all the juice out of it, out of life. <laughs> 